New Zealand uh, have arrived after a long journey to face England in a two-test series uh, beginning on the 2nd of June ahead of the World Test Championship final against India. Now, we have been very, very lucky to get hold of New Zealand's Daryl Mitchell. Daryl, welcome to 98 Not Out. Hey, guys. How are you going? We are good. Um, how's the journey been up from uh, from Auckland? Yeah, it's obviously um, it's been a big uh, four or five days now. He was obviously flying through Singapore with what's going on at the moment in the world. It was a bit bizarre flying through an empty airport and then yeah, arriving into Heathrow and straight down here into Southampton for a few days in isolation. Is um, Yeah, it's obviously a bit different, but yeah, all good. We've talked to quite a lot of people over the last year or so that have been dealing with this. I mean, it's I guess it's just how life is for everyone at the moment. Um, Southampton's not too bad because you've got a golf course at the back there, haven't you? Yeah, we're, um, we haven't been allowed out yet. We've got to do a few days isolation by ourselves in our hotel rooms, but um, we're quite lucky. We've got balconies overlooking the ground and there's a county uh, first-class game going on at the moment between Hampshire and Leicestershire. So uh, a few of the boys are sitting out on the balcony watching day one and, and yeah, uh, it's killing the time, which is good. How's the weather down there? Because up here it's been windy and rainy and uh, not cricket weather. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like it's like they're all over the UK at the moment. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> probably... Pretty similar, to be fair, to what we're getting back home in New Zealand at the moment in terms of um, yeah, the end of our summer heading into winter. It's yeah, starting to get a bit cooler, so it's yeah, pretty similar to home. 2021 has been a, quite a year for you personally so far. Um, getting a central contract, you've had your first test century, you've had your first ODI century. You're on form. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been cool. It's been a good summer, um, both personally and, and as a team. And um, for me, you know, moving, I moved domestic teams over the over the winter and um, yeah, to contribute to a, a different team and, and get some success both with Canterbury and New Zealand's been really cool. And yeah, it's just all about having fun and trying to compete and win games of cricket. And if those personal little milestones happen along the way, then sweet as. When BJ announced that he was retiring from the game, um, Darren and I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that um, it's been quite a settled side, isn't it? The New Zealand side. So it must be good to, to break into it. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky at the moment, you know, um, We've got some world-class players, leaders within our group, and um, it's really makes the transition easier from domestic cricket up to international when you've got those guys making the, the group um, a lot easier to come into and just be yourself and do your job for the team. Um, yeah, losing BJ at the end of this series will be, it'll be a sad moment. He's obviously contributed a lot to New Zealand cricket and he's a massive part of um, yeah how our team goes about things on and off the field, and he's a great leader. So, um, yeah, he's... I'm sure he's looking forward to um, not having to keep 100 overs in the park every day, but um, yeah, definitely sad to see him go once he's done. It's a busy few weeks and the, the schedule's thick and fast for you guys. Um, you've just arrived and then the first test is uh, 2nd of June, then you're up to Edgewood for the second test and then uh, you've got this World Test Championship final um, down. That's, but that's at the Aegeus Bowl, isn't it, against India? Yeah, it's obviously uh, any tour of the UK is pretty special and um, yeah, to obviously play at Lords and Edgebaston's uh, really cool, and then to add a little internet uh, world final at the end. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously an exciting four uh, a month coming up, and um, I just know the guys are looking forward to getting out of their rooms, getting stuck into some preparation, and adapting to the conditions, and yeah, trying to win some games of cricket. You've got to fancy your chances against England because it's a, a, a bit of a change side with uh, a few people absent. I think you've got every chance. Yeah, at the same time, I think, you know, England's depth at the moment is world-class. You're still going to have the experienced guys with the likes of Broad and Anderson and, and some really cool young guys coming through. So, um, yeah, I think 
anytime you play test cricket, whether it's it's new guys on the block or or the world class guys that have been there for years, I think it's yeah, it's the ultimate test and yeah, it's not going to be easy. So yeah, we're looking forward to getting stuck into it. And what about India? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 obviously it's um yeah, it's cool to to play them in different conditions again. And um yeah, for us it's just constantly keep trying to improve over the next uh yeah month or so to be ready to go for that final and and um yeah five days of cricket anything can happen and I'm sure us as a as a group are just really excited to get out there and yeah take on India and, and see what happens. For those that don't know um you come from a, a famous family your father John was uh, all blacks coach um how are your rugby skills? Yeah, I love my rugby. Um, obviously, yeah, you get brought up, especially as a Kiwi boy, you get brought up to be an all-black in the winter and a and a black cap in the summer. So, um, yeah, I love my rugby. Uh, obviously, with Dad being with England now as well as an assistant coach, it's um, yeah, it's quite funny. He's over here, probably only about 45 minutes away, but can't see him because we're stuck in hotel rooms. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bizarre time. But, yeah, I, uh, rugby-wise, I do love my rugby, and uh, I wish I was a bit quicker so I could play it. But, yeah. <laughs> It's an amazing thing. I've got family in Browns Bay in Auckland and uh, I, I went down to visit a few years ago and I was really struck by just how popular rugby is down there. You know, there's all black stores in every corner. It's on the TV. It, I would even say it's bigger than football or soccer is in, in, in England, I think. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a religion in our country. It's probably, yeah, like like football in England and cricket in India. You know, it's it's um it's the... Yeah, definitely the national game that when the All Blacks lose, the whole country's sad for a week. So, um, yeah, it's, it's obviously part and parcel of sport and it's cool to see the country have passion behind the All Blacks and, um, yeah, starting to become the Black Caps now as well, which is really cool to see. Well, the Black Caps are on, a, on an amazing run. I'm not going to talk too much about the World Cup last time around, but, uh, you know, that came in the middle of a, a really impressive string of results across all formats as well. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, Kiwi players that really do seem to be adapting and uh, really performing right across the board. Uh, you're rightly there at the World T- Test Championship. Is there any secret to this success? Um, yeah, if I, if I knew, I yeah, probably wouldn't be a player. I'd be more of a coach. But um, yeah, I think, you know, we're only a little country of five million people. So we've got to make sure that we um, we understand our own values and what makes us successful as a country and um, make sure that we stick to the New Zealand way and um, yeah, we, we obviously realise that we we don't have the the hundreds of thousands of players to pick from. Um, so we've got to make sure that we utilise our facilities and everything as well as we can. And um, yeah, it's just all about competing and, and yeah, just enjoying the game. And um, yeah, I think we, we are very lucky at the moment. We've got some world class players in our group, as I said earlier, that can that lead us and, and allow guys like myself and the younger guys to to learn off them and, and yeah, hopefully help that transition. But yeah, um, yeah, we are only a little country and we just definitely punch above our weight, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you got the test at Lords. I think there will be some supporters there, but it won't be the usual full house um, that uh, I know a lot of players, it's kind of like a big moment in their cricketing careers to be walking out in front of... Uh, a packed Lords, but uh, still going to be a big occasion. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah. Anytime you play at Lords and you get to walk through the, the long room there, and um, yeah, it's obviously a pretty special place that every cricketer wants to play at. So, um, yeah, from a personal point of view, it's really cool to, to be a part of this and, and to get the chance to go there and, and yeah, hopefully uh, win, win a few tests and um, yeah, have some fun. So, yeah, it's obviously pretty cool. And how are you coping with uh, the isolation? We've talked to a few people over the last year or so uh, like England, for example, we, we spoke to Chris Wokes when he was in Sri Lanka and uh, 
there was talk of a, um, a Call of Duty league going on between the England boys. And uh, funnily enough, Ben Stokes and Joffrey Archer were bossing that as well. Um, have you guys got anything going on to keep the boredom away? Yeah, most of the boys have got PlayStations or something along. Yeah, pretty similar. We've got yeah, little little crews that play in the afternoon. Um, our trainer, Chris Donaldson, gets us doing a circuit every morning. So we get yeah, got to do that, make sure he's happy so we can have a few treats at night for dessert. Um, but yeah, for me, it's I've, I quite enjoyed the isolation. I've got two two young girls at home that it's full on when, when we're at home. So to actually be able to play some PlayStation and lie in bed and watch Netflix is actually is quite a nice change. So um, yeah, I'm definitely making the most of, of getting some sleep, that's for sure. I can I can fully understand that. I've got two kids Any as well. Treats yeah. lined up for your birthday tomorrow? Yeah, I'm trying to keep it quiet because I'm turning 30, so I'm trying to yeah, not tell anyone and hopefully it just sneaks by and no one works it out. So yeah, we'll see what happens. What do you make of the game that's going on at the moment? Have you spotted any, uh, any outstanding talent or any uh, any big moments down there? Um, what's the score? It's 44 for one at the moment. So um, I watched probably the first six overs and then it started to rain, so I came back inside. Um, <laughs> but probably after this, I'll um, yeah, sneak back out and watch watch a little bit. But it's a good, definitely a good way to pass some time and it's really cool to see a small little crowd here as well, which I know that the UK uh, hasn't seen for a long period of time. So That's right. It's only just this week getting back to any kind of spectators. And there was some football on last night where we saw people back in the stadiums and, um, yeah, the cricket as well. Um, don't know how long it will be before we get full capacity crowds back, but uh, I suppose the vaccine is going to be the way that dictates that. And you've had full full crowds in New Zealand for a while, though, haven't you? Yeah, we were, we were really lucky. We sort of, again, being so isolated as a, as a small country um, down the Southern Hemisphere, it, uh, we yeah we shut off our borders pretty quickly. And I think we did about eight weeks is, um, quarantine, uh, isolation or whatever in our own houses uh, right at the start when COVID sort of came about. And um, yeah, we've been lucky to sort of eliminate it within our country, which, yeah, for after those eight weeks allowed pretty much. I, mean, I think the first crowd was a full Weedon Park rugby game, 40,000 people. Um, and yeah, we've been pretty lucky that ever since sort of yeah middle of last year, we've been able to have throughout our home summer uh, full crowds and full stadiums, which is yeah. When you compare it to the rest of the world, uh, yeah, we're pretty lucky. And away from cricket, I know you said you got a young family that's going to keep you busy, but um, what do you do with your downtime? Yeah, for me, uh, that's yeah, for two two young girls. I've got a two and a half year old and uh, six months. Um, so yeah, for me, at any time I. Yeah, we're not traveling around the country or world playing cricket. It's just making sure I spend enough, a lot of time with them. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much me at the moment. I, I wish I could sneak out and play golf like some of the boys do, but yeah, trying to get that past the boss is uh, tough work at times. So um, yeah, it's not cricket. It's yeah, just dad life, uh, making sure I make the most of being at home with them. Excellent. Well, listen, we'll let you get back to uh, your your preparations and uh, and whatever else. And um Maybe if uh, your your quarantine bit ends, you can sneak out because it's a decent golf course uh, at the back of that uh, at the back of that stadium. Yeah, a few of the boys have already. Yeah, there's all sorts going on. As soon as we're allowed <laughs> out of the hotel, there's yeah, competitions, there's banter flying up and down the balcony about who's better, and yeah, so I'm sure it'll be all on once they can get onto that golf course. <laughs> all right, excellent, Daryl. Many many thanks for joining us, and uh, go well and good luck in the series and uh, in the World Test final. Oh, sweet, thank you. No problems. Thank you.